Hi guys, welcome back to an all new episode of Midnight Meltdown. I'm your host, Amber Rose, and today we're going to be talking about friendships, making friends as adults, and the idea of having no resentment, but no respect. Just a few quick things before we get this episode going. If you guys haven't already, please make sure to leave a five-star rating and a review. The more that you guys rate and review the podcast, the easier it is to get pushed out to a wider audience. Also, make sure to go ahead and follow us on Instagram at Midnight Meltdown Podcast, and so it to your friends, to your mom, your co-workers. Just share this podcast if you guys enjoy it. It really, really helps me out. I got my first DM from a listener the other day and it was such a sweet message. And I'm thinking about doing a podcast episode based on the DM that I got because she asked me a couple of questions, but I just haven't really planned out enough to make a full episode yet. So if you guys have any questions, any topics you want me to talk about, anything in general, go ahead and DM me at Midnight Meltdown Podcast on Instagram or you can go ahead and email me at midnightmeltdownpodcast at gmail.com. I'm also testing out a new recording system, so let me know if you think the audio sounds better, worse, or the same. I'm hoping it sounds better. It's not bad quality audio. I just don't love the way it is, so hopefully the more podcast episodes that I release, the more familiar I'll become with like editing them and everything. I'll be able to put out better quality audio. So yesterday I had dinner with a potential new friend. I think I'm comfortable enough to call her a friend now, but basically she is one of my husband's coworkers. They have worked together since December and she actually lives really close to where me and my husband live. So they carpool to work like five days a week. And before we had dinner last night, just the two of us, I had met her a couple times and we have made plans to hang out just the two of us like three separate times and our plans have fallen through every single time. Me and John did have a little double brunch date with her and her boyfriend back in I want to say like the end of January maybe early February and it was so great she is a person she's so sweet and I really enjoy her company I was just so beyond nervous last night it was honestly ridiculous I made a TikTok of me getting ready for the dinner I had the worst stress rash I don't think I've ever caught on camera like an active stress rash before so like filming a TikTok and just watching my chest and my neck and my face just gradually get more red as I filmed was so embarrassing but it was also like slightly validating because it really just put into perspective how I've been feeling about friendships and adult friendships in general and then I started reflecting on all of my past friendships and kind of how I developed into the person that I am today and over the course of my 26 years on this earth I've had three real friendship breakups three that I can pinpoint point, three that ended very badly, three that definitely affected me, but now reflecting on the situations, I can definitely tell that all three of these friendships were not meant to last forever. I'm someone who solely believes in the seasons of life. Some things are not meant to last forever. People come into your life for a season or maybe more. Some people leave earlier than others, and it's the same thing with just growing older. You get married, you move, you change careers, you graduate college. Life is full of seasons, and learning to accept that fact definitely makes growing apart from people a lot easier to process. And it was reflecting on all these friendships where I came to the realization that I don't have to resent somebody, but I also don't have to respect them. I honestly think about this logic a lot because I think it's very, very different than the saying forgive and forget. I don't like that saying and I do not support it. If you're anybody who has gone through any type of trauma or has spent any time in therapy, you know how hard it is to forget and forgive certain situations. And it's also not fair to you 
to... Oh my god, my cat is in here with me and I had no idea. That just scared the crap out of me. As I was saying, when it comes to the saying forgive and forget, I don't think it's fair to the person who is trying to navigate their feelings to just forget what happened or to just forgive. Forgiveness is not an easy tactic and it's not something that should be handed out gracefully. I think forgiveness is something that needs to be earned and not everybody gets to earn that back. And I am someone who is a people pleaser. I will say it very upfront and forthcoming. I am a people pleaser and I think that's definitely one of my downfalls and one of my human flaws. I'm also not somebody who does confrontation, so I'm consistently putting other people above myself and putting other people's feelings and needs before my own. And I get hurt a lot because of it, but I have no one to blame but myself. And so in terms of like these three friendships that I am no longer involved in, I think a lot of the issue was that I wasn't honest with what I needed out of the friendship. I wasn't honest with how I was feeling during the friendship. And then when things came to a head and the big blowups happened, I had a very hard time confronting the situation and being honest because I don't like confrontation and it's hard for me to be honest about what I'm feeling. But regardless, I do not in the slightest bit regret any of the friendships and I absolutely do not regret them ending. They were definitely meant to end. So I wanted to reflect on all three of them and kind of pinpoint what I learned from each friendship because they all definitely ended for different reasons, but I think they've helped me develop and grow into the person that I am today and there's nothing wrong with that. I really don't even think it's necessary to make a disclaimer, but just on the off chance that the person who is involved in one of these stories is listening or someone who knows them or someone who just knows who I'm talking about is listening, I do not resent any of these people. I might not respect them, but I don't resent them and I don't harbor ill feelings. And most of these issues have long since happened and I have moved on. I'm very happy with where I am now as a person, but I don't need people gossiping or I don't need people thinking I'm coming on here just to like talk smack. I'm just sharing my own personal experiences. So that's my little disclaimer. I think it's also very important to note that there are two sides to every story. And unless you are one of those two sides, quite frankly, your opinion doesn't matter and your view of the situation is irrelevant because you weren't in it. So the only people that know what happened were the people that were involved, meaning me and the other parties and anyone else who heard about these issues or witnessed them or thought they were a part of it, you weren't. So I just want to put that out there because especially with the first friendship breakup, I had a lot of backlash from what occurred and what happened from people who were out absolutely not involved. Small town gossip, people from our high school inserting themselves into the situation and honestly just making it so much worse and it's just not needed. Just to stay on your lane, stay on your side of the situation and that really is how you should handle every situation, not just friendships but other people's relationships, issues at work. If it doesn't involve you, stay out of it. It's just the healthiest thing to do and it really is only going to hurt you and the people that are actually involved. So a little context and background information on me that I think might make it easier to understand my situation is that I grew up in a very, very small town. We didn't have stoplights. Our entire town was like a mile and a half long. And the kids that I went to preschool with were ultimately the kids that I graduated high school with. So it was a very small group of people. Everyone was pretty much friends with anyone, but just like any normal high school, there were the quote unquote popular kids. There were 
were the sporty kids, there were the theater kids, like all of that stuff was normal, but I think everyone in one way or another was associated with everyone. So the first friendship breakup that I experienced was someone that I met when I was in second grade and we were friends all through high school and even partway through college. We were very similar when we were younger and we were instantly connected, like probably a little too codependent when it comes to the friendship. But I also think it's important to note that we were young and when you're young, you're naive and you don't understand how the world works until you get older and you experience it for yourself. And I think that's why a lot of friendships tend to fall apart when people get older because as you get older and you go through puberty and you start becoming the person that you were meant to be, people change and you might not get along the same way with someone as you did when you guys were younger. And that's exactly kind of what happened with this one specific friend. The older we got, the more different we became. We started hanging out with different people, developing different interests. And I think socially, we were also starting to become very, very different. This particular person enjoyed socializing, enjoyed going to parties, whereas I was kind of more of a homebody. So I guess just to put it into like nicer terms, this person was a bit more extroverted and the older I got, I just got a little bit more introverted. And a lot of that was because of things that I had going on in my personal life and things going on with my family. But I held on to the friendship because it was really all I had ever known. This person was my best friend. We had gone through a lot together and gone on family vacations together, celebrated birthdays together, holidays together, graduated together, like all that stuff. So I think our friendship definitely became the most rocky junior, senior year of high school, but we really held on to the friendship when I think it probably would have been more beneficial to kind of go our separate ways before the big fallout happened. We ultimately both ended up going to college in California and that is where the end of our friendship occurred. I'm not going to go into it, but essentially something happened and it became very, very apparent that our lives were on two very different tracks and there was no mutual respect in the friendship. I personally felt like I wasn't being respected or treated fairly and I definitely should have spoken up a lot sooner. I think it would have saved everyone a lot of heartache, but after this one specific night, we never spoke again to this day. This happened, I believe, back in 2017, and to this day, we have never spoken. It's not funny, but it, in my mind, it kind of is, just because, obviously, like, I'm 26 now, so I can definitely see just how flawed and immature the relationship was, and I'm not saying that to be mean or vengeful. I'm just saying that, to be honest, it just wasn't a relationship that was meant to survive long-term. We had great times together, and I can absolutely acknowledge that, but we were just better friends when we were younger before we matured and became into our own person, and that's okay. So, what I learned from that friendship is it is very, very, very important that you speak up and that you respect yourself because if you don't respect yourself, other people will not respect you, and that's exactly how I felt with this friendship. I was very self deprecating, I was very insecure, and I was very depressed, and just just like an emotional wreck, again, because of things I had going on in 
my own life, but also just growing up is hard. Being a teenager is hard. High school is hard. And I felt like our friendship was more of a competition than it was a supportive friendship. Like I always felt like I was trying to compete with this person and they were always putting me down. And whether that be intentional or not, it just didn't make me feel good as a person. But how could I have expected this person to respect me if I wasn't respecting myself? And a part of that is understanding that confrontation is not something that is meant to be mean. It is something that is meant to dissolve issues. And it can be very healthy to have confrontation where you can sit down and openly discuss issues without going back and forth at each other or saying mean things or gossiping. So there is definitely a distinction between healthy confrontation and just mean confrontation. I think everyone probably at one point or another has experienced mean confrontation, whether they were the instigator or the person on the receiving end of it. And I'm hoping that everyone listening to this has also experienced healthy confrontation because the art of healthy confrontation and communication is so beneficial in every aspect of life, not just friendships, not just romantic relationships, but with family issues, with issues at work, with issues at school. Healthy confrontation is a tool and a social skill that I very strongly believe everybody should learn. I'm still learning it, but I do heavily believe in healthy confrontation. Okay, so needless to say, first friendship breakup, what I learned is that you cannot expect others to respect you if you cannot respect yourself. Now, the second friendship breakup that I had hit me pretty hard because it involved a lot more than just two people not getting along or the seasons of life, as I had said earlier. So essentially, I met this person when I was living in California. She was actually my boss at a place that I had worked and then she ended up getting fired from this place and we just continued to be friends. She was one of my best friends for like two years. We did everything together and and we definitely didn't see eye to eye on everything. One of her past partners was very abusive and she had a tendency to keep going back to him. And I was never mean to her about it, but I did definitely express my feelings to her about how it wasn't healthy and it definitely wasn't safe and that she deserved so much better and she didn't want to listen. That's completely fine. It's her business. It's not mine. I was still her friend. I still supported her through everything and I was still there when things went bad with him. Anyway, that is what it is. That was definitely one kind of issue that we had in our friendship. And then the second part of the friendship that started to go downhill is that her mom got involved in an MLM, which is a multi-level marketing scheme. And then she got involved with the MLM. In turn, she tried to get me into the MLM and I just had absolutely no intention. I was scammed by an MLM fresh out of high school. Like it was like the second year I lived in California, I think and I did get roped into an MLM and Olivia tried to tell me, she was like, this is a scheme. You should not be doing this. They're taking advantage of you. And I did not want to listen. And I lost a lot of money. And now I'm like very, very heavily against MLMs because they target people and they take their money. And it's just a horrible, horrible business endeavor. It's not even a real business. It's a scheme. It's a scam. It's horrible. So anyway, she was like heavily in the thick of this MLM. And I was like, girl, what are you doing? Like, what is going on? And she kept trying to get me into the MLM and when I was telling her like no I'm not interested in her head she was like you're not supporting me you're not supporting my business so we started to kind of like drift apart around this time and then it was my 24th birthday and my sweet husband decided to throw me a surprise birthday party at our favorite hotel Olivia and Colleen were there this friend was there John's family was there and at the little after party like 
like after the birthday dinner and everything, she was in the hotel room with me and John and Olivia and Colleen and she had definitely had a lot to drink, more than I had really ever seen her drink because she wasn't a huge partier. And she started saying some extremely inappropriate things, things about women's rights, things about homophobia, things that did not align with my views and things that certainly didn't align with the views of other people that I had in my life. So we ended up getting into like a pretty big argument and whilst she had had a lot to drink, she had explained to me that she didn't want to be my friend because I believed in abortion and I believe in women's health care and I associated with gay people and I believed in love for everyone and just like all these crazy things. She was a huge Trump supporter, which again, that's her own prerogative. I don't hold that against her. I didn't personally believe in Trump and I still don't, but essentially it just came down to like a human rights issue. Our views and our morals just did not align. She claimed to be a huge Christian and started going to church all the time when she really didn't go to church at all when I first met her, which again, that's completely fine. I support you in whatever your religious views and beliefs are, but the minute that you start coming at me and my family and the people that are very close to me and start attacking their beliefs and their lifestyle is the minute that I can't be friends with you anymore. I just am not going to associate with someone like that, so our friendship really just ended after that. She basically just called me a sinner and a bunch of other things that I'm not going to get into, but what I learned from that friendship breakup is that you are not going to get along with everybody and you are not going to see eye to eye with everybody. And at the end of the day, if you are holding on to a friendship that is not serving you or that is harming you and attacking your beliefs or your morals, get out. It is not worth it. There are thousands, millions, billions of other people on this earth who do share the same views as you, who do value the same things. And if you're surrounding yourself by negativity and by people who don't believe in the same things that you do, it's just going to make you sad and it's just going to lead to a lot of fighting and it is no way to nurture or harbor a healthy friendship. So that was friendship number two. Friendship number three, I honestly couldn't even say that this friendship ever actually ended, but basically it was somebody that I'd met in high school and we were very close. She was a bridesmaid at my wedding and I have a hard time speaking about this one because this specific individual has a lot of things going on in her own personal life and has for many, many years and things that I can't speak on and that I'm not going to speak on, things that I've never experienced, but it just got to the point where I was putting so much into the friendship and wanting so much for this person and trying so hard to be there for them when I was not getting absolutely anything in return. After my wedding, I found out some pretty upsetting things that had gone on behind the scenes, things that had happened at the reception, things that had happened at the hotel after the wedding, things that had been said about me and my husband, just some pretty nasty things which really hurt because I considered this person such a close friend and I had been through so much with them. And then when me and my husband were on our mini moon, she had reached out to me and basically sent me like a novel saying how I was such a bad friend and she wished she had never come to my wedding and a lot of other things. If I'm going to be completely honest, I don't think she meant any of those things and I don't think they were said to be malicious. I think 
she was just going through a lot and taking it out on the people in her life. So I said my piece and I basically just expressed to her that I wanted the friendship to work but I needed some space and unless she was willing to sit down with me and have a real talk, a healthy confrontation and not just send me an attacking paragraph over text messages that I really couldn't involve myself in the friendship anymore and she never responded and I'm pretty sure she blocked me on everything and I really do wish her the best. Maybe one day our paths will cross again. I don't regret having her at my wedding or in my wedding. I don't regret having her as a friend. I really wish things would have gone differently but at the end of the day you can't help somebody who doesn't want to help themselves and that's really just like the gist of it. I have gone through so much healing on my own and gone through so much to get through where I am that I wasn't willing to put myself in a situation where I was consistently reminded that my efforts and my help wasn't good enough, where I was talked down to for no reason. And again, I understand that this person was going through their own things, but that doesn't give them or anybody the right to use someone else as a verbal punching bag. And quite honestly, the minute you disrespect my husband is the minute that we're probably going to have some issues. Now again, if there's healthy confrontation and say my husband actually did something wrong and you approached me and wanted to talk about it, by all means, like... <laughs> I'm not going to stand up for something that's wrong. But if you're just, you know, talking smack about my husband and talking smack about me to other people and then I'm finding out about it, like that's that's not a healthy friendship. And if this would have happened four or five years ago, I probably wouldn't have walked away and I would have begged this person to still be my friend. But I have definitely, again, come to the realization that I don't have to resent you, but I don't have to respect you. And I can walk away knowing that at one point in time, this friendship might have served me, but at the current moment, it's not. And I deserve better. And my family deserves better. And it's okay to walk away from things like that. If you know in your heart that it's not the right fit anymore, you have every right to give thanks to what was and to move forward and look forward to what is. And that is my two cents on friendship breakups. Now, I did want to briefly discuss making friends as adults because I definitely struggle with this. And as I just said, I was so nervous the other day meeting someone who I already knew. Like, yeah, granted, I'm not close with her, but I knew of her. I'd met her a couple of times and I was still like literally shaking when I was doing my makeup. Like, I was so nervous to meet her. And I look back and I just think like, how did we make friends as children? How did we do it? Like kids are so fearless. And I think in my mind and in my situation, the reason that I was so good at making friends as a child was because I had no boundaries. Like truly, I was such a pushover. I was such a people pleaser and I'm still learning to get out of these habits, but it's definitely still something that I struggle with. And I think why making friends as an adult is so hard because by the time you're 25, 26, you're already established as a person. And I don't mean in your career or in your life. I just mean like developmentally, you are who you are. You've kind of come to a spot in your life where you have your own beliefs, your own morals, you have specific views of the world. You value different things than you did when you were younger. You know what you deserve and you know what type of respect that you want to have in any type of relationship. And so when you're meeting other adults, we're all in different seasons of our life. You could meet someone who's the same age as you, but they may already be married with three kids or they might just be graduating college even though you graduated college four years ago. Or they might already be in their career 
career field working the job that they've always wanted, whereas you're just starting out, even though you're the same age. So it's so hard making friends when you're all in different seasons of life. Because if you think about it, when you're younger, say you're like you're in fifth grade and you become friends with someone, all you guys have in common is that you're in fifth grade. Regardless of how smart you guys are or what sports you play, you're all in the same season of life. You're all in fifth grade. So it's like you're all doing the same thing and experiencing the same thing. But when you're an adult, you're all experiencing different things. And then on top of that, trying to become friends with somebody who is in a different season of life, you all have different schedules. You know, you work different schedules. Some people work weekends. Some people work weekdays. Some people work nights. Some people work mornings. Some people don't work at all. Some people work 50, 60, 70 hours a week. Some people work 20 hours a week. Some people work multiple jobs. You know, it just, it's very hard. Other people have different things they do outside of work. Like say you're on a kickball team or you take fitness classes. So then you schedule that in. And then if you have kids, that's a whole other thing. I don't have kids yet, but I do have friends who have kids and it's definitely been harder to stay in touch with them simply because their priorities have changed. It's not just about them and their time now. It's about their children and their families. Same thing with getting married. When I wasn't married, I think it was slightly easier to hang out with people because although I respected John and I respected his time, I wasn't tied down to him yet. And I'm not saying that marriage is something that you're tied down to, but it's different now. He's not just a boy that I was dating. Like he's my husband. He is my family. So after the end of a long day when he's at work, yes, I could go hang out with my friends, but I miss my husband. Like I look forward to him coming home from work so that I can see him. I miss him when he's at work and I get so excited when he comes home. So it's just like little things like that, learning how to make everyone's schedules work, meeting people who value the same things as you, meeting people who are in the same season of life as you. And the older you get, the more things change. And ultimately the people that stay in your life the longest are going to be the people who change with you and don't resent your changes or don't change against you. So that's kind of my two cents on friendships and friendship breakups and making friends as an adult, I definitely find myself sometimes getting sad. I wouldn't say sad, but definitely through looking on social media and seeing, again, other people's highlight reels and highlight posts of how great their life is. I've definitely found myself thinking like, why don't I have a big group of friends like that? Why don't I have people to hang out with on the weekends? Why don't I have, you know, couple friends to go out on double dates with? And at the end of the day, it's just not realistic. I would so much rather have two two really close friends who value me as a person, always hype me up and actually care about who I am and what I'm doing, opposed to have a hundred fake friends who are just there as a place filler. It's really just about perspective and coming from someone who probably in high school when you're, I was friends with everybody, but I felt so lonely because I didn't value myself and I didn't value the friendships around me and I wasn't honest again with what I needed. And so as I've gotten older, I definitely value the few friendships that I have opposed to wanting a bunch of friends that aren't real, a bunch of fake friends. In the long run, unless you went to a massive university or you were a part of a sorority or an A1 sports team, it's just unrealistic to have a massive group of friends that sustain all of life's challenges. So if you are somebody who doesn't have a lot of friends or you don't think you do, or you sometimes find yourself feeling lonely or feeling anxious to meet new people, just know it's so 
unbelievably normal. You are not alone and your feelings, again, are so valid. And that's like the whole point of my podcast and of the message that I want to get through to people. Like, we're not about judging. I'm not here to judge anybody. I'm here to tell you my experiences so that you might not feel alone or feel different from other people or feel sad. The human experience is not easy. And again, the more we talk about that, the easier life will become. And the more that we connect with other people who might be experiencing the same things as us, I think the more enjoyable life will be. So that kind of wraps up my thoughts on the day. I don't have a lot of friends and that's completely okay. And the few people that I do have in my life that I consider friends, I hold them very near and dear to my heart. I very much so value them as people and I feel like they contribute to my life in a positive way instead of bring me down. And I hope that anyone who's listening also has friendships like that. So I think that is all I'm going to talk about today. Again, if you have any questions, feel free to reach out on Instagram or email us at midnightmeltdownpodcast at gmail.com or just at midnightmeltdownpodcast on Instagram. If there's anything you want me to talk about, let me know. But with that, I will see you guys next week.